Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. At the first tee, we believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers, Fairway Woods, Irons, and Hybrids. The new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry-leading ball speeds. The Maverick, Maverick Max, and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness. The Maverick Irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction gift. Guarantee. Now on the tee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well... Fun. Hey. Of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio. 
Brian and Bob. Well, hello there and welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. And thank you very much for tuning in here to the show. We understand that there are more important things than the game of golf going on in our lives right now. We find ourselves in these uncertain times and navigating unfamiliar waters and wondering and worrying. And I know one of the things for me anyway is the search for some normalcy, a search for a release, uh, something to, uh, to distract from the more serious nature of the things that we're dealing with right now. And so uh, we hope that uh, with Real Golf Radio and what we're doing on the show today, that we can provide a little bit of that for you. And we also understand that just because we, in many cases, are unable to get out and play this game that we love and that there are no tournament golf uh, there's no tournament golf being played. That doesn't mean that we don't still yearn for it. We don't still love it. And so we want to tap into that love that we have for the game and be able to offer that distraction and some relief a bit from worrying about the things that we have to more focus on on a regular basis. And so we decided, look, one of the things that you don't get to do with the social distancing is the social aspect of the game. Sit around the clubhouse, visit, chat, tell stories, share experiences from the game. And we want to do that today. So we've got a great lineup for you. Karen Stupples is a good friend of ours. She's been coming on the program for years. She won the 2004 Women's British Open. She had a fantastic year that year. We bring her into the clubhouse here, our own little clubhouse, and we're going to have a sit-down conversation with Karen. And she's going to share some really sincere moments from her playing career. Tony Finau, uh, I had a chance to visit with him this week and find out what Tony's doing to pass the time. We'll visit with him. And then on the back nine, something unusual happened, Bob. Well, <laughs> maybe it's not so unusual, but in these times, we took this unusual, what is sometimes a normal opportunity and made it unusual by putting it into the program. It's the whole back nine with the caddy. Yeah, the whole back nine with the caddy. Stories with the caddy. Tales from, from his clubhouse. time on the tour. Yeah, and um, Caddy's awesome. We've had him on the show since the get-go. And, you know, the thing is, you get him started, you get him going, and he just goes and goes and goes. So hopefully that's the way it'll be. Yeah, well, look, it's always fun to have the Caddy on, and hopefully you'll enjoy that. And it definitely is a way to pass some time. So while it might sound a little un- uh, professional in some ways. Uh, it, it is just kind of Bob and me and the caddy late at night last night, just shooting the breeze and telling some stories. And they were actually some pretty good ones. So I yeah. hope you'll look forward to that. But first we're going to welcome in Karen Stupple. She joins us after this short break and then it's Tony Fino and then the back nine with the caddy, Brian and Bob with you, wishing you all the best. And thanks for tuning in here on real golf radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded, ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons 
AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set, while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. And again, uh, wishing you and yours all the best during this time. And uh, this Welcome to our virtual clubhouse. That, that's about all we could do here on Real Golf Radio is share some stories, have some fun. And, you know, we've been fortunate to, over the last 20-plus years that we've been doing the show, to meet some fantastic people. And one of those, as we mentioned, is joining us right now, and she's become a good friend of the show. And we always enjoy her commentary on Golf Channel. And, of course, her resume is outstanding. She won the 2004 Women's Open Championship at Sunningdale. Karen Stupple is kind enough to join us now. Hey, Karen, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you, and uh, enjoying being at home in Florida. Yeah, that's not a bad place to be. And uh, I guess, first of all, everything good with you and your family? Everything okay during this uh, virus scenario? It's so far so good. Everybody's been been pretty cautious. We're we're a pretty careful careful lot around here. So we've been uh, we've been playing it very careful and uh, keeping ourselves to ourselves and and doing really what what the, the guidelines say, which is keeping our distance and. Uh, being prepared when we're at home for for Netflix binges. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so it's watching Netflix and watching TV and having family time. 
Exactly. I've actually got out to do a little bit of uh, work with my son on his baseball, which has been really amazing for, for me because normally this time of year when he's starting his baseball, I'm off working golf tournaments. So this has been a, a really nice bit of time for me to have with him. And he's laughing at how poorly I throw a baseball, but you know, that's how it goes, I suppose. <laughs> Did you uh, did you chuckle at all when you watched uh, Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas swing left-handed and shoot shooting the uh, hundreds and high nineties? <laughs> I well, my my instinct was to laugh, but then I realized how bad I would look if I tried to play left-handed. So then I kind of stifled it a bit, and then I kind of went into that admiration mode. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. I that was great though that they're doing some of that stuff. They're able to get out and do some of that yeah. stuff and share it with us. It's a comic yeah. relief, right? So, you know, one of the things that I find is so fascinating is the windows in golf. And uh, certain players, the window opens and they are just in the zone. They can't be beat, and they are they are they their game is on top of the world. And it, it's amazing to see the longevity of some of the windows and the and the brief time that some of the windows are open for players. Mm-hmm. But two thousand and four for you. Two tournaments won, both by five strokes, including a major championship there in, in your you know home territory there at Sunningdale. Um, talk a little bit about that year, what that was like for you. It was it was a really obviously you know it gives, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps just just going back in time and and and, <laughs> and putting it in my mind to, to remember. But it was a year that was brewing from 2003. I, I started to play really well towards the end of 2003 and really started to get my game in a, in, in a good place. I started working with a psychologist and my head was really just, I was just starting to come to terms with, with everything that, that my golf was about. My swing was in good order. My, my head was in good shape. I was working with the same trainer that Annika was working with physically. So I'd gained some yardage back in 2002. So everything was starting to sort of take shape and and, come, and and ground off nicely at the end of 2003. So when I turned into 2004, I decided to go and play some events on the Ladies European Tour. So I went down to Australia. I played in the, the Australian Ladies Masters. And I played with Annika in the final round. I played really well and, and played with Annika in the final round. And I, lo- I had my final uh, learning lesson right there playing with Annika Sorenstam about how... Ha- and, and, Playing that final round, I saw what I needed to do to win, and it was like a it was like one of those aha moments. I played golf, and Annika got off to the fastest start ever imagined. I mean, she started crazy, like like birdie, par, eagle, something silly. Like she was under par early, like fast start. And I thought, oh, I've got to I've got to push. I've got to keep I've got to keep pace. I've got to try and win this. I've got to try and keep up with Annika. But of course, in the process of trying to keep up and trying to make things happen, I actually played poorly. And as it turned out, at the end of the round, I started to play better towards the end. Annika slowed down. We were a lot closer uh, than I thought we were going to be. And I, and I kicked myself because I thought if I hadn't have pushed early, if I had just kept playing my game, regardless of what Annika was doing, I still could have won that tournament. And so, so that was my learning lesson is like, you can't affect what anybody else does. You can only play the best game that you can play. So regardless of what's happening around you, you stick to your guns and you play your game. Mm. So with that, with that in mind, I went over to, to Sydney. I was supposed to play in the Australian Women's Open and I get there and, and I go to register and they said, oh, they said, uh, we didn't receive your application form. I was like, oh. I didn't realize, I, I didn't realize and nobody told me that I had to fill out an application form for it. I thought because I'd received a sponsor's invite that I would, that it would just automatically go in. I would go and register and it would be done. So unfortunately, uh, I didn't get to play in the event. 
but I took a couple of days looking around Sydney and enjoyed the heck out of that. Flew to Tucson, Arizona early and uh, started working on my game there at Tucson. And uh, that was where the Welch's Fries was being played uh, at, uh, at Randolph Court Golf Course there in Tucson. Randolph and Park, yeah. Golf and I had, yeah, and, and Desert Golf and I had never really seen eye to eye, but I was playing so well. I was still playing well for, from from what had happened in Australia and that near, that near win, and I played really well, and I got myself into uh, the, the final group on Sunday there. And I started with a bogey on the final round, and I thought, this is okay. You know, you meant there have been lots of good rounds started with a bogey and and I took that lesson that I learned from Australia into it and I'm like you know what it doesn't matter what happens now I just be the best player that I can be and there was a couple of cool things that happened during the course of the back nine I made an eagle I I think it was like on the 12th hole and I started to to pull away and 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 I played some really good shots coming down the stretch and and I stood on the 18th hole and and I hit my tee shot into a bunker I had to pitch out sideways because I was right out of the lip and I hit it on the green and I had about an eight, I had about an eight, eight footer foot for par, and I know I had won the tournament by this point because I had I was, I was, had a five shot lead, and and I, I knew I'd won, and I was crying because I knew I'd fi- I finally was able to let myself, you know, I'm not going to, you know, hit, have a million putts from eight feet. I've I've won, and I finally realised the dream, and I was, my eyes, I was, I couldn't see the ball, I couldn't see the hole, I was just. Behind my glasses, I was crying because I just I'd finally done it, and I was thinking about my parents and everybody that had sacrificed for me to be in that spot at that time to to be a winner on tour, and it was something that I didn't know or even you know I didn't know was ever going to happen, and I and there it was, it was happening right right there, and uh, I went ahead and I made the putt, and uh, I ended up with the you know having the, the raw score. Uh, record for the LPGA by making that putt. I had no idea, even though I couldn't see the hole, couldn't see the ball. Um, my sunglasses <laughs> were full of full of tears, but it was just the most most remarkable thing ever. I mean, it was. I mean, winning for the first time is is. I mean, I can't even describe properly what what it really truly means because so many people sacrificed so much. And have given and had gave so much for me to be in that spot at that time, doing what I was doing. Um, and, and really, it, it pales into insignificance. You know, the work that I put in for it, and and, I, and it really didn't. I didn't care for me. I mean, I didn't care about the win for me. It was I cared because it, it was going to mean more to everybody around me. So that that was so that was that, and then then of course you, you're playing well. Like you think that you can win everything after that. Okay, hold on, Karen. Nothing- hold on, Karen. I got. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. I, 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 I'm, I got tears Brian's in my eyes. Wiping his eyes. I'm wiping my eyes here. I mean, this is this is great stuff. I mean, you're sharing some really real stuff. I mean, that's what this is all about. This is what yeah. golf can do. I mean, you you can feel you can feel the emotion with you right now. I think yeah. that's awesome. And uh, I, I mean, what did your parents say? I mean, what was the feedback? I'm sure you had quite the hug with them too. Well, it, it, they were obviously in the UK, so they, they weren't, they weren't there for it. They weren't there for it, but they, they were able to, I think they were able to watch it on TV. Um, but it was, it was the fact that I had done it and, and they were, it was like a, a satisfying phone call, you know, telling them that I had, that I had won and that I had done it. And, um, my dad was like, I always knew you would. We always believed that you would. This was always meant for you. And it was, it was really cool because they, you know, everything that they'd given up. I mean, my goodness, my, my parents don't have very much. My, 
you know, growing up, my mum pressed blouses in a factory and my dad directed traffic around the port of Dover. And then, and then he got laid off when the Channel Tunnel was built and, and he ended up driving a minibus for mentally handicapped people. So he, so he, you know, we come from really hardworking people. We don't have an awful lot in our lives and, and uh, they sacrificed so much for me to even just play golf and to get to golf tournaments. And, you know, I remember one time, um, you know, wondering why we, we'd been eating sausage and mash for a long time. I mean, my dad <laughs> grew his own vegetables. And it was because they were trying to save money for, for me to go and do something. And he said, you know, they probably remortgaged the house numerous times and took out, you know, max credit cards out just to get me places to play golf. And, you know, little things like that. And, and then finally, I'd, I'd made a money. I was making money. And, the, the, you know, one of the first things that I wanted to do was to, was to do stuff for them. And so, we, you know, I ended up redoing the bathroom and buying them a car and doing different things for them over the course of 2004, you know, obviously with the win at the Women's British Open was a bit of a help in that department too. But it was, you know, I made sure that my family had, had things that they, that they would never have had. And I always think that everything happens for a reason, you know, and, and I have, you know, my family have never really properly... Um, paid off their homes or own their own their own stuff. We really hardworking people, and now finally we were able to do that. We were we had our own stuff and we had our own things, and it was pretty pretty special to be able to to help out in that way and give back to my family. Wow, that is so awesome, Karen. Can you hang on just one second? We got to take a quick break. Love to sure. continue talking with you, Karen Stupples joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll be back. Show continues next. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy 
and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Want to feel the need for speed on the golf course? Come into Uinta Golf and check out the new Cobra Speed Zone Drivers, Fairways, Irons, and Hybrids. The new King Speed Zone Driver and King Speed Zone Extreme Driver has been designed to go as fast and straight as possible. New Speed Zone King SC is Cobra's first ever carbon fiber iron line that delivers maximum speed, power, and forgiveness. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new Cobra Speed Zone Series golf club. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. This segment brought to you by Callaway Golf and the new Maverick Driver and Fairway Woods. Now's a good time to check out CallawayGolf.com and uh, the driver selectors right there for you. They got three options. And uh, let me tell you, I have absolutely enjoyed getting out in the. Th- I've only played three rounds with it. But mind you, um, as I mentioned, Bob, earlier, 300 plus yards into a cold wind. Come on. I'm 46 years old. I'm not supposed to be able to do that, right? Well,. Maverick provides it. Check it out. You might uh, like it yourself at CallawayGolf.com. Karen Stupple's continuing with us. She's the 2004 Women's British Open champion. And uh, Karen, I, I appreciate you hanging over through the break and, and visiting with us. You mentioned the British Open winning that that championship. You also won that one by five shots. But tell us, yeah. uh, tell us about that experience with them winning the major championship. Yeah. And also, you know, you talked about starting fast in a final round and you did about the best that anybody's ever done. <laughs> this is this is very true. Um, I had played the week before the Women's British Open at Evian and finished fourth. Again, I had an opportunity to win, didn't quite pull it off. But I, w- I went to the Women's British Open at Sunningdale. And Sunningdale is a course that is, is not a links course, but it has some links qualities to it. That The bunkers are, are particularly penalizing. So if you get in the fairway bunker, the chances of you making par are pretty slim. So I went in there with a with a different approach that I was going to play really conservatively off the tee, knowing that there were some par fives that I would be able to get to into and make my score on those holes and just see where it puts me. But as long as I tried to limit the amount of bogeys that I was making, I could, I could maintain a good pace of, of offense around the golf course. So I played, I played pretty well through, through the first three rounds. Um, and it, you know, I, I wasn't in the final group teeing off on Sunday. I was in the second to last group. I was playing with, with Christy Kerr and uh, the lead group was Rachel Hetherington and Heather, Heather Bowie, Heather Bowie Young. And so I knew that with it, Sunnydale start par five, par five. So I knew that I needed to get off to a good start. And if I wanted to make ground on the leaders, I would typically have to make at least one eagle in those first two holes just to just to try and make up ground so I could catch them with a chance to, to potentially run them down as, as the round went on. So the, the first hole, I wasn't feeling particularly nervous. I, I felt pretty calm. I'd had a good warm-up. I didn't feel like I was, 
you know, off, off the charts, amped up or anything. But I absolutely ripped on a drive down the first hole, had a five iron into the green and made about a 15 foot, 15 to, to 18 foot eagle putt. So I'm like, okay, good. that's my eagle. That's the start I wanted. That's exactly what I needed to get off to let the players at the top know that I'm here and I mean business. Because I knew that that's what Annika had done to me back in Australia. I knew that if I could put that fast start on them, that, that I would have a chance to, to intimidate them to try and make make a move that they don't want, want to make. So Eagle at the first, I'm like, great, this is phenomenal. This is just what I needed. So then the second hole, I hit a, a pretty decent drive again at the second hole. And the, the, the second shot at the second is, is kind of a blind, blind, blind shot downhill. Um, to, to a green and a hole that you can't see. You can just about see the top of the flag, especially if you're only five foot four like me. Like the, the height thing is a bit of an issue. So, uh, so I get on, get up down to where, where my tee shot ends up and I've got two about 220 yards to go. And because it's, you know, I needed to let it short, I, I pulled the five iron again. And I hit the five iron and I'm like, oh, this is uh, it's kind of on a good line. It's looking pretty good. And then it's obviously the ball lands and the crowd's clapping because they know it's going to be pretty close. And then the clapping gets louder and louder. And then they just go crazy. They just absolutely erupt. I'm like, I think I may have hold it. <laughs> so I had to ask the walking commentator, who Maureen Medill, uh, who worked for the BBC. I'm like, what happened? She said, it went in. It went in. I was like, and so, that, so, so then I had a little blade, blade reaction there that I was jumping up and down and, and uh, I've made I've made the, the the albatross the double eagle, and there I was, uh, five under par through two holes. And <laughs> it's unbelievable! <we're>, we're, <laughs> eagle double and, and, eagle and start in a major. I mean, come on, yeah. how crazy is that? I know. And everybody, I mean, everybody around the course. You know, when I spoke to people about it afterwards, they were like, "We thought that the scorekeepers had had a had had a little mad moment because there was no way anybody would start like that." <laughs> but they soon found out that it that it was real, and that's exactly what what had happened. And both of them with a five iron. My cat, both with a five iron. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Both with a five iron. <laughs> the, the five iron was uh, so. Let me think. Five. It actually accounted for for six under par of my final round. My five iron because I used the five iron as my second shot into into sixteen, and. Uh, and I made a birdie for eight to six foot, and I made a birdie there too. So it was so it accounted for for six six hundred of my shots. <laughs> that is incredible. That's that. So were you nervous then? I mean, going eagle double eagle. Did you get nervous or at that point? Like holy cow! No, look well, what I've just he, done. Well, here's the here's the funny thing. You know, people talk about being in the zone and being in the moment. I don't remember much of that middle part of the round. Um, at all, I only remember the bits that I really saw on saw on TV, and so uh, in highlights and, and all the rest of it, it was kind of I was in the zone and I was just in that moment of of literally just uh, hitting the shot that one at a time and and not really not really knowing. But I kind of felt like the, the, the moment for me, you know, was the joy and uh, of hitting the ball right out the middle of the club face, exactly where you want it to. Seeing the ball, seeing the ball fly exactly as your mind had pictured it, and and seeing the result and the res- getting the results that that you're expecting to get, it was it was quite surreal playing golf. But there was there was pleasure not in the actual numbers that I was putting in the scorecard, but the feeling that I was getting as the club was striking the ball. That was the biggest thing for me that I take away from the the, the whole of that that experience. But 
as I went through the course of the rounds, I played through 14 and I was standing on 15 tee. And I had a one-shot lead on the 15th tee. And the group behind me was, was trying to chase me down and it was a par five. And Rachel Hetherington hit the green in two. I'm thinking, gosh, if she if she two putts, then we're all tied. And then it's game on on these last few holes. And for whatever reason, the group in front of us was, was messing around up ahead. And I was having to wait on that tee and I was able to watch what was going on behind. And it was really, it was at that point that I really started to get nervous because all of a sudden, um, that the, the tournament sponsor was out there on the tee watching that the crowds had got massive and I'm like, Oh, this is real. It's, it's happening. This is real. And it, it was at that point that that point that I got into my head, I could win the women's British open. I could win the women's British open. It, it like hit me like a, a ton of bricks. I'm like, good grief. It, it's, it really could happen. And then I got nervous. <laughs> then it was then on standing on that 15th tee that I'm like, Oh, my stomach started to churn and my hands were shaking. <laughs> and the, the, the 15th, the 15th was a par three and it was a long par three and I had a seven wood in my bag and it was always going to be between a seven word and a four iron. And, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hit the seven wood. And I was so lucky that it was the seven wood. Cause I was able just to kind of, I, I mean, I didn't hit a great shot. It, I hit it a bit off the bottom, but it got somewhere around the green. And I'm like, okay, phew, thank goodness. Thank goodness I'm around the green. And then I made the putt. It was off the chart, making, wow. the, making the putt. It lipped in on the low side. You, things like that just don't happen, right? Lipping in on the low side. Well, it happened. So, so I hold out for a double eagle and then I lip in on the low side. I'm like, well, I, this is just, just my time. This is just my time. People can't, you're not going to be, people can't beat me. So the next hole, the 16th, I hit the five iron up to about a few feet. And then after that, I, uh, I've made a, a 40 footer at the next for a birdie and end up winning by five. Unbelievable. <laughs> you're within one shot with three to play and you win by five. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it not? Wow. Wow. That is such cool stuff. Karen, thanks so much for sharing that. I would love to keep going. Unfortunately, we're, we're out of time in the segment, but man, that was so fun to listen to that and how you, how you recap that. You always come on and do a great job and talk about, you know, the other things going on, the current players, but it's fun to look back on, on your story and, and uh, your experience and congratulations. What, what tremendous, precious memories. Oh, it was absolutely amazing. And, and, you know, what made it even better was that my parents were there to actually see that one. Sure. And uh, it was so awesome. So awesome. You got Thank the you hug for then. letting me relive it. You got the hug then, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got hugs and tears, and I, I think my dad was crying more than me on that one. <laughs> As a dad, I can see how that would be. Absolutely. Uh, so really, really cool stuff. Yeah. Well, Karen, thank you very much for chatting with us. And, uh, again, stay uh, healthy and safe out there. Thanks for all you're doing, and uh, hopefully we'll look forward to talking some, um, you know, regular tournament golf here before too long, huh? Perfect. You guys too. Keep safe, everyone. All right. There you go. Karen Stubbles, 2004 Women's British Open champion and uh, golf commentator on Golf Channel. Does a fantastic job and just a good friend. Love talking golf with her. What what a... I mean, that was that was priceless. Hope you enjoyed that. All right. We'll take a break. Uh, Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. 
When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at riversmith.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for being with us as we go through a, a strange time in the game, uh, no doubt about it. Um, not there's, there's no tournament golf being played, certainly, and even recreationally, we're limited uh, in a lot of ways. And so, you know, we do our best to, to talk about some of the storylines outside the game and around the game, and, and uh, really pleased and, and excited to welcome in our next guest. Um, it's a winner on the PGA Tours, member of the most recent Ryder Cup, President's Cup teams, and a good friend of ours, Tony Fino, joining us right now. Hey, Tony, how are you, man? Hey, BT, Bob, how you guys doing? Really good. I mean, considering the circumstances, right? I mean, uh, we're we're healthy here. And uh, how about you and your family? How's everything for you in Arizona? Yeah, we're all good. Family's healthy and and strong. And yeah, it's it's quite it's quite a time to be alive. You know, with everything going on with the coronavirus and uh, things that have been shut down. But our family's doing well, and 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 we're just trying to do our part to uh, you know with all this social distancing stuff. Just uh, just trying to do our part. Yeah, so Tony, you uh, 
you grew up here in the, in, in the Utah area, lived in, in kind of the Lehigh area, and you you decided to uh, take the family and move them down to, to the Phoenix area. Um, thoughts about how, how, why you did that and how that's going to benefit you, especially with your game and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. So last year, I came back from the PGA Championship, uh, which was played mid-May. And at the end of May, you know, the, the Tuesday I got back home, I think it was like May 20th or something like that. You know, there was snow at my house, <laughs> which, was, which was quite quite crazy. But uh, with my family and the kids' ages, you know, I've been thinking uh, about having a, a home in a little bit warmer climate for a couple of years just to make sure I'm sharp and playing. And, and after that incident last year and, and snow being at my house so late in Lehigh, um, I kind of turned to my wife and said, Hey, I think it's time, you know, that, you know, I guess we get another, you know, maybe try another spot in, in Arizona or California and, and see how we like it for the winter time, just so I can, you know, continue to try and get the reps I need for, uh, to be competitive for, you know, for as long as I can. So that was kind of the whole pro- thought process, you know, it was just, I didn't want to put, um, my family, you know, have to sacrifice too much, but you know, our, our, our children are at the ages where, uh, they're all out of diapers. And, and, and just, you know, I think we were ready to take that move as a family and, 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 and also for, for my game. So that was the main thought process behind all of it. And, and we finally made that move at the beginning of this year. You know, I, uh, we got a place up here in Scottsdale and, and we're really enjoying it. I'm having a good time. And, and, you know, I think I've kind of shown early in the season, I was a lot sharper and, and a lot due to just getting more reps in, 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 in the wintertime. Tony Fina, our guest here on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I know, you know, in following Mike Weir and his career um, throughout, you know, the early 2000s and whatnot, he was on an airplane to Palm Springs frequently, you know, in order. And, and there's a yeah. there's a price to be paid there, right? I mean, leaving your family and being gone. So I imagine it's nice to be able to go out and practice and come home and have your family right there. Yeah, no doubt. It had to be a family move. You know, it wasn't one I was going to make on my own. And, um, and without, you know, still the... Um, support of my wife, you know, she's, she's the biggest part of and, and my biggest supporter. So to have her on board and, um, and just, you know, this, it was, it was a big move for us. I've never been away from home, Utah. And, and, and so, but I knew, uh, just at this point in my career is something that I wanted to try. And, and so far we're liking it, you know, we're still only a, a few months in and, and obviously this whole coronavirus thing, uh, you know, it's strange not being home in Utah, but, uh, you know, we're doing, we're doing well and we're enjoying it so far. Well, and the other thing it has to help is is being so close to your teacher Boyd Summerhays as well. Yeah, no question. Boyd lives about seven minutes away from me, and and we're both members at the Silverleaf Club, which is up here in, in Scottsdale, and and you know get to see the, see each other often, and that's that's a great thing for me and for my game. And he's also just one of my one of my great friends. So, um, you know, we both I think really relied on each other, um, you know, throughout different circumstances in our lives and. And especially the golf portion. So he's been a he's been a great friend. Hey Tony, uh, your thoughts on the year so far? Obviously, you're really close there in Phoenix, and you've had some good finishes. Uh, I know you're still chasing down that that next W. And by the way, you seem to enjoy that little Sam Harrop tribute song, right? You took that in, in good stride. That was all fun. <laughs> yeah, somebody tagged me on Twitter, and and I had to check it out, and I and I and I laughed. I thought it was good. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a good little uh, rendition, a uh, good little remix. So I told him, you know, when I have that next win, he needs to come out with another song. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he he said he said he'd do that. But uh, yeah, I think it's all you know, it's all fun and all fun and games. You know, I, um, you know, try my best to uh, 
to just enjoy the, the social media part of being an athlete, you know, because there's, there's uh, so much good to, to, to be had and, and to be learned. There's a lot of bad as well, but, um, you know, you take that as an athlete, you take that these days and, and just, and just roll with the punches, you know, there's going to be criticism no matter what. So, um, but as far as, as far as my season, you know, I've got off, I've gotten off to a great start, you know, I would see a sour taste in my mouth, uh, you know, leaving and, and thinking about waste management and what could have been there. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I was, I was supposed to be in Saudi Arabia that week and playing the Saudi Arabia national. Um, but as we mentioned, uh, as, as we just talked to, uh, spoke about, my family was in the process of moving. My kids were uh, just about to start school. And, and I just, uh, and with, you know, all the security issues going out throughout the, the world at that time, I didn't feel like it was the right thing to do. So I ended up just staying and, and playing close to home and, and making sure I was there for my kids and my family and, in our most recent move. So it ended up working out, you know, I, I haven't even made the cut at the waste management, I think for the last four years. So, um, of course I make the weekend and, and, and almost win, but, um, you know, I, I think I've, I've learned that, you know, my game is, is in a good place early this season. And whenever we get back going again, uh, I'm excited to get back out and, and play, but I think I've gone on, gotten off to a nice start and, and put myself in good, good position to, uh, to win again. So along with getting back going again, of course, we know with the coronavirus and everything, you know, it looks like now two months of the PGA Tour has has been canceled um, yeah. through the Byron Nelson. Uh, what what were your thoughts when this all started at the Players Championship a week ago and after playing the first round, uh, things getting shut down? Yeah, it was just, just really weird. You know, I, I, I don't. I don't really know how, how to put it. You know, I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't surprised by any means, you know, sitting there, um, Thursday night and, and getting a, a text message late from the commissioner and, and, you know, just a mass text that the PJ tour had sent out. Um, it was just, it's just a really strange feel. Um, but you know, the more we learn about the virus, um, the more you understand the precautionary measures that we're all taking and that organizations have to take at this point to try and flatten the curve for the deaths and for, uh, those that are being tested. Uh, the number is you know, staggering when you look at it. And as I just try to do my research and learn from it, the precautionary measures that are being taken in the sports world and, you know, that are affecting me personally with the PJ tour, um, are, are a must, you know, those are things that have to be done. And so I totally understand it. I totally get it. And, and I support it. You know, we have, to, we have to think about others health, and the health of everyone around us before our, ourselves. So um, I, I totally understand where these organizations uh, lay. And unfortunately for me, you know, I, I, that means no competition for, you know, potentially a few months. But again, you know, this is about something bigger than, than playing the game of golf. Tony Fino joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I think that's really well said, Tony. But And, uh, and how much – how. I guess you know this at the beginning of the year there was a lot of discussion around the the PGL this new Premier Golf League that was coming up and I wonder what what it's like to have uh, you know a lot of players have come out and said you know I'm done I'm I'm out of the PGL I'm sticking with PGA Tour that type of thing I wonder in this kind of a scenario um, how you know how does that affect your decision seeing how you've got a commissioner who is you know, being proactive and, and doing what he can to take care of everybody involved and, and the, 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 I guess the stability of being part of a, an organization such as the PGA tour. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I, I can only speak from um, things that I know, you know, and I, and I know the PGA tour is, 
is an amazing tour and an amazing organization to be a part of. Um, you know, the charity that they, you know, the amount of, that they give back to charity and then just having a commissioner like Jay Monahan, you know, who's an amazing person and someone I respect uh, very much. Uh, and, and in his position, I think he's taken, um, taken on his, his role as a commissioner and, and done, done an amazing job. So um, the PGA Tour is in a great place. And, you know, I, I'm a proud PGA Tour member. I, I don't know that much about the PGA, the PGL. Um, from what I've heard, uh, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, different um, a team aspect to it and, and different things. I don't know enough about it to speak on it. Um, but I, I do know that, you know, the PGA Tour is in a great place. We have a great commissioner, and, and, I, and I'm a proud member at this point. Yeah, that's awesome. So going, so going forward, um, of course, Augusta National has been postponed. Looks now the the PGA Championship as well. Um, looks like things could happen with the USGA as well. Um, what about uh, what about uh, reports that we've heard about the Ryder Cup? Anything going on there? I haven't heard anything. I know there were some false rumors uh, that that were kind of surfacing the golf world yesterday. I heard you know that they're looking to postpone or even uh, move it to 2021, which would then push the um, the President's Cup to even years, which would be the, you know, 22. Uh, but, uh, you know, they came out with a tweet that said that that was just uh, a rumor. So um, I, I think the Ryder Cup is still on schedule as planned in September. And, and there's been some speculation that uh, I think the Augusta National and the Masters is looking at the date in mid-October. And I think those uh, sources have kind of been confirmed. So uh, I, I'm really looking forward to, you know, seeing it up at Augusta National. I think that's a place I really enjoy and, you know, whether we play it, uh, in the summer or in the fall or in the winter, uh, I think, you know, everybody that is involved in the tournament wants to want it to happen. And, you know, I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, we can overstress the players how much we enjoy playing it. So I hope they, I hope they do the right thing there and, and just make the event happen. You know, we'll play it. <laughs> we'll play it in the middle of the week. We'll play it at the end of the week. Uh, any given, any given week. I don't think, uh, they need to, step on anyone's toes and, 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 and have it be played during another event. But there, we have some open dates, I think, and, and they're looking at the mid October and hopefully they can make that happen. You'll play it on one ankle on two ankles. Doesn't matter. right? <laughs> I, I, exactly. Broken finger. I'll do whatever. I'll play it. <laughs> no doubt. And by the way, it doesn't matter if it's, he's coming at you. Top 10, top five, final group. Here he comes. Tony Fino at Augusta. I can't, can't wait to see you back there. And yeah, we're, we're all on board. In fact, in a couple of weeks, uh, I'm going to be uh, cooking me up some egg salad sandwiches and, and uh, getting out my old master's cups for the week, just doing what I can to, to, to make it like I'm there. So uh, we'll, we'll all be yeah, missing no that in April, huh? So a hundred, hundred, hundred percent. So, so there's, there's a lot of, a lot of crazy things going on right now. So what are you doing to keep yourself busy besides TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, yeah. I had to make my TikTok debut since I've been, hanging out at home so much. I'm like, well, I might as well get on this TikTok thing. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I've been, we've been cooking, you know, cooking, I've been cooking every meal for our, for my family and, um, and just, and just being with my, being with my kids, you know, I think, uh, we're pretty safe with just being six of us and, 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 you know, without, and with not having the coronavirus, but, um, just hanging out at home, nothing really, you know, I, I, I started to, uh, you know, touch up on my, learning a new language, which is, you know, my native tongue, Tongan and, and just trying to learn that. I mean, there's, I think, you know, studying some, uh, some church material and, and getting ready for our general conference. So there's a lot of things, you know, that, that we're doing as a family and just 
and just mostly just being um, being home is the biggest thing. Yeah, well, that's awesome. We appreciate you taking a few minutes to to visit with us, and uh, I'd rather be talking about your position going into the weekend at uh, at one of these uh, PGA Tour events. But you know, when that comes back around at the right time, we'll we'll get back to talking about that stuff. But uh, just really great to catch up with you, Tony. Thanks for all you do on and off the golf course, and for your friendship. And we wish you and your family all the best during this time. Yeah, and you guys too. Stay safe, guys. Thank you. All right, you got Thanks, it. Tony. Tony Finau joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. There you go. That's what uh, tour pros are doing uh, right yep. now as they weather this, this time during this uh, shutdown and and uh, all of us uh, kind of just, uh, you know, sort of huddling down and doing what we can. All right, we'll take a short break. The show continues next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob 
All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio, brought to you by Callaway Golf, the number one driver in golf. There is distance out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. If you haven't tried it, check out the new Maverick drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. Absolutely hitting some amazing shots with the new Maverick driver. I love it. It's so good. Um, Bob, it's great to hear from Tony Finau. He's got some TikToks going with his wife. He's spending time with his family. Obviously, he's uh, you know doing what he can to, to be socially responsible. Karen Stupple shared some amazing experiences with us looking back on 2004 and that great year. Just some real heartfelt conversations with two really good people right there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Karen is always great, and it was fun um, to listen to her emotions and everything that she went through getting her first win on the LPGA tour and then being able to share it with her parents uh, at the open championship or the women's British open championship. And then, you know, to hear from Tony and to hear exactly what's going on in his life right now and what's going on with the tour and, and that kind of thing. I thought that was, uh, that was some really good insights from him as well. And as you know, as we know, the PGA tour, knocked off another month of golf tournaments. Mm. The, the master's championship as Tony, the masters is, as Tony's talked about, it looks like, and it may be middle of October, but the PGA championship is postponed now. And the USGA and qualifying for their championships are, are put on, on hold. Um, so, uh, it, it's a big upheaval in the world of golf right now, but you know what, there's more important things with, with everybody around around us and and doing things with your family and taking care of other people and and uh, acting the way that you're supposed to be acting around, you know, in, in the social environment and make, making sure everybody's healthy. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is our whole world has been uh, in an upheaval and uh, that affects sports and golf as well. But as we mentioned, we understand there's more important things uh, going on right now. We just hope this will be a nice little distraction and sense of normalcy and enjoy some great stories. And speaking of stories, if you liked what you heard there, the caddy, he joins us the entire back nine with America's favorite caddy. You don't want to miss it next right here on Real Golf Radio. 